Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. ...to their winning, either on Monday night or throughout the season, than Jonathan Taylor. I'll tell you why in a second. This is Breakfast with Kent. It is Thursday, October 7th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. You're going to pick up the phone today. You're going to say, hello, Dr. Mike O'Neill, can you be a great ambassador toward my improved dental health? People on the other end, they're going to say, fine, all you got to do is call 317-849-2933 and make an appointment to see the best dentist that there's ever been. He's been my dentist last 28 years. The number, again, 317-849-2933. Good morning, Neil. How are you? All right, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. And this comes from the great Jack Samasco sent me this last night. He's absolutely right. Good morning, David. Jonathan Taylor, when he runs for 80 or more yards for the Colts, the Colts are undefeated. They're 7-0 and in those games. In the games where he doesn't run for, nine, or for 80 yards, they are 5-9. and nine. How about that? Jonathan Taylor, very, very important. Of course, When you're ahead, you tend to run the ball more, so there's that. But when Jonathan Taylor can find creases, run through contact, get to open space, the Colts win games. The Ravens, they're a terrible tackling team, one of the worst in the NFL. Yards after contact, both after a pass or the run, Absolutely one of the worst in the NFL. That is what they have to take advantage of. We'll see if they can do it on Monday night. Good morning, LJ. How are you? Colts back to work today. Frank Reich's going to talk to the media at 1210, and that's the first look we're going to have this week at the injury list and who might be back and who might be lost. We don't think anybody additional is going on the injury list. However, Quiddy Pay, that'd be nice. Kari Willis, Braden Smith. It would be nice to get all three of those guys back. Quentin Nelson has another couple of weeks on the injured list. Uh, We'll see exactly how that breaks down. You know, you have to wonder with the Colts, right? Upright and early is what we do. Orleans. That's God's country down there, right? Um, What you, you got to get healthy. And sometimes you got to take a chance if you're Chris Bell you got to take a chance to go out and get talent that can win you football games, and sometimes you got to do it in the middle of the season. The Carolina Panthers did it yesterday with Stephon Gilmore, picking him up for a six-round pick in 2023. Belichick moves him to the NFC so that Gilmore can't sign with just anybody. Gilmore or Belichick did not want Gilmore coming to the Colts, and so he's not coming to the Colts. He made the trade rather than just releasing him outright and allowing him to sign with who he wanted. Belichick wanted to be able to determine where he went, not just allow him to go where he wants to go. So there you go. Hey, wait, it's not all about that, Braden. It's not all about what the return was. It was also about the destination. Bill Belichick controlling where Gilmore goes, that is an important part of the equation as to why he's going to the Carolina Panthers. There's no way Belichick 
would have taken any amount of compensation to deal him within the AFC East. And he doesn't want to send Stephon Gilmore to a team that they're going to play on the schedule, especially a team in the AFC. So this was as much about the destination as it was about the return. But are the Colts going to take a chance at some point and go pick somebody up and say, you know what, if we had a better corner, wouldn't we be a better team? They did this with DeForest Buckner, trading a first-round draft pick for DeForest Buckner. They did it with Carson Wentz, trading what's likely to be a first-round pick, at least the Colts hope it's a first-round pick, going to the Eagles for Carson Wentz. Are they going to do it during the season? Are they going to, is there a sense of urgency with this team? You know, I, I like the steady-as-she-goes brand of leadership that's exhibited by Frank Wright. I like it. Because I think over time, it builds confidence and it is the way that a coach can maintain his gig for a longer period of time. Tony Dungy was that kind of coach. He was steady as you go. But Tony Dungy quietly had some urgency to him. Frank Reich, I wonder what level of urgency he has and what level of urgency he imparts to this team. And, and that, I think, is exhibited by the way the Colts play early in the season, especially in season openers, and they haven't won one of those since 2013. They don't get out of the shoot quickly. They finish exceptionally well, but they don't get out of the gate quick. They're in a one and three hole. They are going to win. This is just basic math, people. But to win 10 games, they got to go nine and four down the stretch. And they're going to have to win 10 games in order to go to the playoffs, especially that game against the Tennessee Titans. One in three is a hole that is really, really difficult to dig out of. But they did this a few years ago. Back in 2018, they got out of the gate one and five and then kind of found themselves. If they can get healthy and they can start playing with urgency, given the schedule where you've got two against the Texans, two against the Jags, one against the Titans, one against the Jets. Those are six winnable games. You got a chance. All right, two and three would be a lot better than one and five. Winning this Monday night, I, yesterday was Optimism Wednesday. So we talked about how the Colts are going to beat the Ravens, but that is going to be a tall task. Last year in November, we saw the game at Lucas Oil Stadium. Ravens beat the Colts 24-10. We saw what happened. This is not going to be easy, all right? Yeah, Frank had Andrew Luck, but now he's got Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, the two overall pick in the 2016 draft. All right, the Colts need to make Tony Dungy. You think Tony Dungy wants to go back to that life? you out of your mind. It's not that the Colts wouldn't love to have Tony Dungy as their coach, but Tony Dungy is really pretty happy with his life right now and happy with the decision he made after the 2008 season to say adios to the NFL, and to the grind, the endless grind that comes with being a head coach in the NFL. Tony Dungy, one of the most interesting guys I've ever met. Tony Dungy, a great listener, great listener. When he announced his retirement, I'm at the Colts Complex, and I've got to take him from where he made the announcement over to the Kravitz and Eddie radio show, which was being, uh, we were in the media room. And so I was a program director at, at 1070 The Fan at that point, now 107.5 The Fan. And so I'm walking with Dungy, and I said, Coach, right this way. I said, you know, I'm just trying to make conversation because we got about a 120-yard walk. I said, you know, uh, you're getting to do something that nobody gets to do. Go out on your own terms. 
Nobody. I mean, Rocky Marciano is a guy who went out on his own terms. That's about it. And he stopped walking, which was not the point of me talking to him. And he said, explain that to me. So for about four minutes, we had this conversation. He's in the middle of retiring from his profession. We're walking to a radio thing. Why he's listening to me, I have no idea. And actually, I was kind of dumbstruck by his question and stopping. I, I was like, well, uh... And then I explained myself, we had a nice talk. Then we got to Kravitz and Eddie about four minutes late, which really it, it upset Eddie and Bob, rightly so. And, and me, I didn't do my job as well as I could have, but I had a great conversation with Tony Dungy, so what are you going to do? Um, you know what? Walking away on your own terms is a respectable thing to do, Braden. And, and to do it with the timing he did and understand that his priorities in life were taking him to another place. Al McGuire, another one who did that uh, after his career at Marquette, right? But it, it is to say, you know what, I've got other things to do with my life and I'm going to attack them while I still have the energy to do it. Uh, hats off to Tony Dungy, a really, really good dude and a really good listener. Uh, Edmund Sumner officially traded by the Pacers. They made that announcement yesterday. Going to the Nets with a 2025 second round draft pick for the draft rights to Juan Pablo Vallette, who is now playing in Greece. He's 25 years old, always a member of the Argentinian national team. Guy's about 6'6", good basketball player, unlikely ever to play in the NBA. This was just a cash dump by the Pacers. They wanted to clear... Sumner's salary from their uh, from their books, and so they did. It gives them a little bit of flexibility. They signed a, a guy who could be a third point guard on this team. They've already got their point guard. They got their backup point guard and T.J. McConnell. Whoever else they add, you know what? Does it really matter? How many games is that guy going to win for you? How many games was Sumner going to win for you, even healthy? None. His value over replacement player negligible. So. That is what it is. Edmund Sumner, nice guy, good guy, made himself some money in the NBA before he tore his Achilles. You know what? Good for you, Edmund, and good for the Pacers that they're out from under that contract, and they've got a little bit of flexibility moving forward. Sumner was never going to win you games either. He couldn't defend. He was a terrible matchup on the defensive end against almost every two and every three that he played against. Offensively, he was pretty exciting. He was athletic enough to do some really, really interesting things. Uh, but you know what? There you go. You got about seven guys who are going to maybe win you basketball games for the Pacers. And uh, Sumner, not among them. Cubs are talking to David Ross about a contract extension. Why would I sign one? If I'm David Ross, why sign? Why am I going to go back to the Cubs? I got a lot of money. I made $20 million if I'm David Ross in Major League Baseball. I've had a nice little run as a manager. I know that the... Good morning, uh, Harpoon Bakery. I, I know that they're not building toward a championship. Why do I want to be a part of an organization that's not committed to winning? I don't know. College basketball, getting closer. Today begins college uh, uh, Big Ten College Basketball Media Days downtown at the Gamebridge Fieldhouse, which is starting to feel more and more... Uh, you know, natural coming out of our mouths instead of Conseco Fieldhouse or Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Now it's Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Indiana, Purdue, tomorrow. We'll be down there for that. Talking to everybody. I can't wait uh, for that. 
The Dodgers, they beat the Cardinals last night on a walk-off home run by Joe Taylor. Cardinals left 11 men on base. That's how you end your season in a wild card game. 11 men left on base. Uh, yeah, 33 days until game one of the Mike Woodson era against Eastern Michigan. Knock wood, they play well and play hard and win games. It's going to be interesting. Mike Woodson has been really, really congenial with everybody, including his team so far. Once they start losing a little bit, and they're not going to be undefeated. This is not going to be a replay of 1976. We'll see exactly how, what his temperament is after they lose a couple of games. I don't think it's going to be very pleasant. I don't think Mike Woodson went to Bloomington for a haircut or to lose games. Uh, White Sox, Astros this afternoon at 4.07. Boston and the Rays at 8.07. Both those games on Fox Sports 1. Rams at Seattle. What a Thursday night game that is, right? This isn't the Jags and the Bengals, baby. This is a good football game. Rams at Seattle, 8.20 tonight on Fox. I'm all behind the White Sox, despite the fact that I've been a Cubs fan from birth. I like Tony La Russa. I like the White Sox roster. Uh, I hate the Astros, so I got a little bit of emotional skin in that game. Uh, Boston and the Rays, I guess I root for the Red Sox because of Kyle Schwarber and because I don't know any of the Rays except for Austin Meadows, who used to play here in Indianapolis for the Indians. And Rams at Seattle, I got to go with the Rams. I, I just don't like Pete Carroll, and I don't much like the Seattle Seahawks. So there you go. Let's see. Boo Red Sox. All right. What are you going to do? Let's celebrate some birthdays. Shall we, on what's going to be a rainy Thursday in central Indiana, and that's just the way it goes. J.D. Campbell, speaking of Indiana basketball, the basketball SID in Indiana celebrating a birthday today. The great J.D., I'm going to see him tomorrow. I'm going to give him a big kiss on the cheek. I'm vaccinated. I can kiss a man on the cheek. I ain't, I ain't afraid of it. Uh, Christy uh, Yvonne Adams, happy birthday. The great Bob Donaldson from CBS4 celebrating a birthday. Steve Connect, happy birthday. Susan Sterling. Happy birthday, Steve Ranazizzi. Happy birthday. Uh, worked with him at CBS Sports 1430. David Halberstam does a great job of covering sports media. Uh, Sarah Lilly, a good friend of my sister's from New Albany. And Scott Henthorne. Happy birthday. Today's your birthday. You celebrate like hell. Whoop, whoop, whoop. This is how you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. Here's how you do that. Hey, you know what? You did a great job today. I loved your behavior in the meeting. A specific, an honest and specific compliment. That's what you do to celebrate others. Spend a lot of time wanting others to celebrate us. How about we turn that around and we start celebrating others? Can we do it? Of course we can. Let's go. Let's take on the day and have a great time.